This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investing. This is time to get that ink quicker than sexting. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Money Porn Pod, the, <laughs> the uh, podcast for your money, your porn, and your pods. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my nifty, shifty, evil twin brother, El Jefe, the chef, a Jeff Rosenberg. Boop, boop, boop. And we're joined by the queen dame herself. She's Dame Von Dutch. Her name is Anna Merida Nikolic. Anna, how you doing? Hey. Good. This is the show money porn. It's not really a response to how you're doing. What? Yeah, I said, he said, how you're doing? And I go, hey. And then I said, good. That's my little, how how is chew chew? How is chew chew anything? Well, there's a, there's a a preface to chew chew with the trains about to go off the rails. (laughs) Choo choo. All right. Well, I, I am open to changing my thing if you guys have a better idea. I mean, I don't hear any better ideas coming down you the pipeline. You want to workshop some stuff? Sure, I would love to. Dave, I also, you, you know, hey. no, what? Hey. I could be like, hello, what about bring, bring. <laughs> Um, you can say, no, like a noise. Waka. Like I'm not gonna make a silly noise. Like mowing. Pretty good. Psh. Is no, that like a I, boing? Boing. Boing. Bang, bang. Oh, you actually have good reverb in your voice. Uh, yeah. If uh, viewers remember, Anna kind of has a little side passion to get in the voice acting. We still think she should pursue that. Uh, if you have any yeah. heads, uh, tails up on, on how that situation works, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, I lack follow through. I really need to like just you know, pursue all of my passions or at least one of them. Um, right. I mean, this is my ongoing issue. Yeah. It's like well, I have so I'm many ideas. You have a similar passion in me. <laughs> yes, that is true. Don't forget people can be your passion. You know, it doesn't have to be chasing some uh, ephemeral uh, type of, am I using that right, Jeff? I don't know. We don't know anymore. yet. We don't know yet what you're saying. Some ephemeral it could be uh, ethereal, but I don't know. I don't think ephemeral is even a word. Let me look it up. Yeah, I think it has to do with uh, getting blood drawn or or in in you know put into you. Ephemeral is lasting for a very short time. It is a like word. the ephemeral artery. Uh, like fashions are ephemeral, like, so it's like you know, fad. quick, fleeting. Yes. We should do kind of like a, maybe we should do a segment called whoa, 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 word of the week. <laughs> you know, I do love, I, I keep downloading different apps to learn more words because, you know, Wordle, everyone's obsessed with Wordle. That's mm-hmm. not a, uh, you know, you don't learn any words with that. I like ones that can, you know, you, you expand the vocab. That is what it's all about. You want to have so the biggest. Finally into the today I learned type of attitude. I've always been a learner. I actually recently took a Gallup strengths test mm-hmm. and um, that was one of my strengths. Uh, my what does that mean? What's a Gallup strengths test? 
Um, it's like, like a Gallup professional poll? strengths. Yeah, yes, it is the same company that does the Gallup poll, but like, you know, your employer can have you, they had all of us do these, uh, you know, these tests mm-hmm. that say, you know, what are your top five strengths? And one of mine was like, it actually was, I, it wasn't intelligence. It was something else, but it was, it was basically like that. I like want to learn curious thinker. Right, 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 right. Um, and then the, another one was context, which is that I love history. That was one of my weird strengths, but anyway, enough about me and my <laughs> strengths. Uh, we actually have a lot to get into after what happened last week. Uh, Ooh, a lot of drama happened last week. So perhaps, Dave, yes. Saw that? Perhaps. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> beef of the week. Um, yes, so, uh, you know, as you might have noticed last week, we did not have an episode. And usually when that's the case, that would be Jeff's fault. Oh, no, uh, not really, actually. Y- I actually usually. Had a, I had a four-year streak of never missing an episode until I went mm-hmm. to Japan Mm-hmm. And then that's when and it all actually, went. this was actually. I'll let you speak, but I, th- I I'm going to turn this back on you. But oh, have, okay, have, yeah. have uh, well, your how way. do you know? How do you know that I'm not going to turn it on me? I just said usually it's your fault, but I was going to say you know actually you know this past week it was Dave's fault, and I'm going to tell you the entire story. Uh, <laughs> you were going to say your own fault. Well, that you was may, a little it's too much you, to ask. It's, for. Uh, it's up for you guys to decide if you think maybe it was my fault. Um, I, I will take a little bit of the blame here. I'm not. I never ever. If you if you look listen back, I never claim to be perfect. I'm always willing to apologize, mm. take blame. Mm. Um, you know all these things. Really, maybe human. that should be your new intro and, and like here's Anna Merida Nicholas I'll take the blame <laughs> that's a good one Jeff um okay so so yeah so last Thanks, week sweetie. we put we have a little dresser near our door and we put one of our many mirrors on it when we first moved in and we had it there you know this whole last you know this whole month that we've been here we had this mirror there and it's something nice you know you come in you put your keys down you see your little face and you keep going um and so last week uh you know we're we're about we're getting ready to record actually the podcast right and uh david decides it would be a good idea to like try his hardest to try to antagonize me um he began to say that if i was not exactly on time for the podcast recording, if not actually early, in fact, that he and you would begin the podcast without me and do the episode without me. Mm-hmm. And this I I found to be really annoying because it's like, okay, so number one, he's basically just, he's insulting you because he's saying he doesn't want to spend even one minute chit-chatting with you before the episode, right? Like, I that's don't like, take it like that, but go that's on. pretty mean of him. Uh, so then no, number no, I, two, I don't agree with that, but go on. he's giving me a hard time about being late as if, you know, the two of you haven't caused a myriad of problems uh, and lateness and lateness (laughs) (laughs) of lateness throughout the years you know um and i'm usually pretty punctual and if i am late you know it's like we're talking five ten minutes i'm not we're not talking about me you know i i don't delay the podcast by more than that the bag to fill up (laughs) that is true he's talking about my weed smoking so anyway uh this wasn't even a factor in this you know i was totally like just like okay dave like 
you're not going to do the episode without me. Like I'm going to, I'll be there. So I get all my stuff ready. I make my macaroni ahead of time. And it's like 723 and Mm -hmm. Dave starts having this conversation with you where he's saying, all right, like we're starting like, yep. Like Anna's not ready. She's not going to be ready. Like we're doing it without her and starts to like do the countdown of like and in, in, introing the episode and I'm like stop like it's 723 like I still have time like stop and he's still counting down he's counting down and then it's like starting to like feel like a nightmare where it's like what are you doing like you're gonna actually start the episode without me like I uh, like and then it's like even if I join the episode late it's gonna be awkward so I was so mad and he literally just I don't even know to this and Jeff you can answer this but like he uh, he claims you weren't even there but I, I don't know yeah, if that's I true say, or not. I don't, know, I don't <laughs> so, have any recollection of this. So I think I was he's, not yeah, so he sickly, sickly was trying step. to make me think that you were there. He was having a conversation with himself, making me think that you were being also like, yeah, fuck her. Like, we don't need yeah, her well, on the episode. Yeah, that would put some pep in your step. So I got so angry. So I run into the bedroom and I like mm-hmm. slam the door, right? And it's like, okay, I shouldn't have slammed the door. That's a little childish of me. But it's like, you know, I was, I was running and I was angry, like, because he's like being a dick, right? the mirror the fucking mirror goes crashing down onto the floor and shatters into a million pieces there's glass everywhere in the hallway like for like it like traveled like far this was a big mirror it traveled far down the hallway dave came running over he knew because i was on the other side of the door that i i did not do that but like for a second like it was like oh my god this is so much drama like over and over the podcast you did did do it but because just because you weren't on the other side of the door i see Jeff, I can tell you, and Dave, no matter what you want to say, you know this is true, like, and you can attest to this if you want to be honest today. I, in our whole relationship, I, I can yell, I might slam a door as I did in this instance. I have never and would never break my own property uh, just because I was mad. I'm, I have never done that, and I would never do that. So you're so, defending yourself here saying it was the door slam? Of course it, what do you mean? Of course it was a door. That's what happened. The door slammed and I knocked the, by, by slamming the door, I knocked this fucking mirror next to the door in the entryway, you know, off its kilter and it broke. So it was my fault. But if you really think about it, who was agitating who and creating a well, false, a false scenario? Blaming. It was a false, no, what? No, that's not what that is. <laughs> so anyway. You're gaslighting then. No, he was gaslighting me. He was, he's the one that manufactured the situation, right? So it was all unnecessary, too. You weren't even there. It was before 7.30. It was just so angering. But yes, okay, it was it my was fault. 7.30. I have to take reaction for my... I have to take responsibility for my reactions, right? Like You're I'm, gonna, I'm an adult. I'm very reactionary. Like, I will, I will sell... Like the I've January 6th folk. I will seldom start it, but I will always, I, I just have such a hard time. Like I will always react. I get so mad. I need to like you let things roll You won't start it, off. but you'll finish it. Yeah. Well, in this case, I, I really fucked myself because I 
fucking I oh so I broke the mirror right so then it's like we it takes forever to clean up the mirror I'm crying like we end up just not doing the episode and it never ends up happening because you had to do mm. another trip to Atlanta it was always yes. another trip one more trip to Atlanta yes. so it's like you know we just couldn't end up doing it and it was kind of my fault mostly Dave's fault if you think about it but so and that's some what happened. my fault too I'll take and, a little blame yeah. as well <laughs> all right Jeff well you don't have to this time but all right let's go well yeah it would have been nice if we could have done it the next day but whatever it, it didn't work out so we, we sweep up the mirror we clean up the mirror i still get fucking glass in my foot i have it out now but it's like all my fucking gone i'm like what you should the hell's wear going on? you should wear your uh purple slippers uh uh we yeah, got you or, or one, of the, one of the sweet fans they, i, I, I want to say his name was andrew uh, uh bought us through the and that's actually still active and that's the uh twinovation cringe miss uh public page <laughs> on amazon it's our wish list usually at the bottom of our episode notes if you want to check it out the twinovation cringe miss uh goes year round now uh no one sent anything i actually thought i got something the other day because in my little apartment vestibule i saw two big boxes turned out to be a replacement sink for my bathroom from from the hole that mark put in it uh some actually the cat put it in it by hitting a mason jar uh, that oh, was so on a shelf. Oh, you blame the cat. You blame the cat in that instance. Well, that it was the that. cat. It was it was the cat's fault, but uh, we we went with a, a porcelain sink that had a gaping mm. hole in it for about four months. Well, and I'm then, very uh, happy for you that you have that replacement. And it was well, we already had the new. replacement, but, it, but part of the supply chain issue was that uh, the landlord's daughter bought it off a of Home Depot when it showed up about. Two months late, so we already replaced it, and now we have kind of a second sink. Uh, maybe do it his and her in our two and a half square foot bathroom. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You know. Um, so, so yeah, you know, guys. I wish I could say that the story ends there, but it actually continues on. Uh, are you not wanting me to reveal uh, the rest of this, or should I finish up here? Reveal. Let's hear the reveal. <laughs> well, basically, we uh, we fucking got glass in my foot, cleaned up the mirror, went to the store the next day, bought a new mirror to replace it, mm-hmm. and a uh, can of paint uh, to paint uh, the these shelf things that we have in the apartment. As we're walking up uh, into the apartment with the can of paint and the mirror, um, I actually drop the can of paint, which Dave had allowed the Lowe's employees to put in the shaker and then they had not closed it properly. So when I dropped it, the entire can of paint went exploding over the entire. Okay, hold on. As a as a a decade long painter in the biz, uh, I think you're. You're blaming the Lowe's employees for not <laughs> capping it right. That's like blaming, uh, you know, like milk manufacturers <laughs> for for 
when you drop your gallon of milk. <laughs> yeah, I did drop it. It open. was my that was my fault. I did drop it. I wish you know I'm always looking for someone to blame, but usually she's standing right in front of me because she's me and my broken mirror. So you know, and a, and I, a million little fibers and pieces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we so we Dave and I then you know we're scrambling to clean up the paint. It's a nightmare, but we it was like water based paint. We moved quickly, so it was fine. Then what? As opposed to a, uh, a an oil-based paint, which is real stinker. You're only going to really want to use that for metal doors, uh, long-lasting commercial work, uh, because you'll have to have your own ventilation there. Go on, Anna. Wow, yeah, that's like that's that um, that task rabbit knowledge there that we all really could benefit from up here. Um, so basically we, we clean up the paint and then, you know, we put up the second mirror with this time we're extra careful. We use command strips. Okay. Like we we're, we're (laughs) testing it. We're slamming the fucking door. We're testing everything. You know, we're trying to knock it off. We're trying to do everything we can to fuck up this mirror. You use a wait command strips. Uh, like I I know it's a 3M brand, uh, you know, again, from my expertise, (laughs) I don't know if, if, are we talking about the command strips that are the hooks or are we talking Velcro on Velcro kind of We're talking Velcro, we're talking, this was leaning on the dresser, leaning against the wall, sitting on the dresser, and then we command strip to the top to the wall. So this should have been so secure because it was already, it wasn't like leaning in a way that it should have ever slid. And God forbid, you know, it gets knocked again and it slides, there's the command strips holding it up, right? Well, wrong. Dave and I are sleeping in the middle of the night. Wait, this is, this, is after, this is after the second version? This, no, this is the second version. So then right. the second no. mirror's up. Right, I see, I see. And we're asleep. We thought we did everything to hang, you know, put this one up really securely. And we're asleep. It's like early, early, early in the morning, like six o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden that we hear like a sounds like someone like smashing through a window. Like it was terrifying. It was so much break breaking glass. This mirror somehow while we were asleep toppled over and like shattered into multiple pieces again, like not just breaking a mirror. You know what I mean? Like a mirror that's still intact and it's broken. Like the mirror itself, the frame, the whole thing, like blasted apart in multiple pieces. Even though it's sitting on it's, it's resting on the dresser or it's hanging on the wall? Help it had been resting on the dresser and leaning against the wall with command strips and that somehow, like, wh- how could that happen when we were asleep? So, I mean, the no command strips aren't really, aren't really for holding, but you already had it resting right. on the dresser. Do we think it fell forward or do we think it rolled off to the side? I'm going to say it fell forward or we'll never really know for sure. I, we could, I wish we could get the forensics on it, but you know, so we, we were both like almost like in tears when we woke up and saw that. that I wasn't in tears. You were I so upset, cry. Dave. You were literally like, no, nah, man, I don't cry. I, I don't cry, man. We were both kind of like that. Cause it was scary. Cause first of all, we thought someone was breaking into the apartment. Second mm-hmm. of all, like it, it, well, you can, you're in your so bed. You, you can't. You can't move, right? Because you don't have a broom under your pillow. We felt like we had done above and beyond to make sure that this what had happened the first time never repeated itself. And then, without us even doing anything, like no one slammed a door by, or like by putting a piece of Velcro on it. Though it was sitting on the fucking dresser. What do you mean? 
And this what is do you a cir- mean? this is a, a circle mirror. No, it was a square. It was a rectangle. Really. So anyway, what's the, long... what's the lean angle? I'm curious about this actually because this is my, this is my biz. You know, I have some theories. I kind of think now, and I was going to mention this to you earlier, Dave. You know, um, have you noticed that the surf surfboards in the hall seem like a little bit skewed? I think those people maybe took their surfboards and maybe they hit the wall with their surfboard and that knocked it off. I can't think of literally any other reason why that would have happened. Um, because we didn't use command strips, we used a very thin piece of tape, and you know it. It wasn't. It wasn't a thin piece of tape. It was like a a double sided like wall hanging tape thing. What do you very thin. What? Command strip very is thin. it? That's that's like a name brand. That's part of like uh, this. This it's kind yeah. of velcro. Okay, well this was like a scotch tape strip. But it was double sided. It was double sided. It was a thick pad, David. You're using scotch tape. It wasn't scotch tape, David. Why are you acting like you know it wasn't scotch tape? Why are you saying that? But it's but David. it's not, is scotch. It, is it, I didn't say it, scotch. It was not a command strip. Is there a piece thin... you put on the mirror and a piece you put on the wall? Yes, yes, right, well, David. Sort of. No, oh my God, David, what is wrong with you? You're not going to get that surface area connection though. If it's on the lean, though, right, right, it's on the lean. It was a very you're kind of, you're kind of hitting it at the tape. edge, which doesn't and they do weren't jack velcro shit. together. We had a piece. It on wasn't the wall velcro. And a it was tape. The... Yeah, it was a piece on the wall and a piece on the mirror of double sided padded tape that was like. But they're not necessarily touching each other. Did you give we it a, even did you give it a stress anything. test after? Yes, maybe like... I did. We gave it multiple stress tests and, and it and held it, up. This is curious to me. Well, me as well. It was meant to fall. It wasn't properly installed. And, and so depressing. I loved it so much. And so, and so then today we just went and got a third mirror so mm-hmm. we this one we mounted on the wall you already have we, 14 years of bad luck by the way yeah i know i know 14 no they years. cancel out each other actually that's, that's what a couple this. people told me yeah we broke two so geez but like what the hell so yeah um now we mounted it on the wall and i think it's secure but like honestly if something happens to this one like oh, i will lose my fucking mind i'll say so, this over over covid we've probably broken uh definitely a lot of glasses like uh drink glasses shot glasses but also three mirrors as well really, really? wow yeah, so it takes uh, you that long to mention that huh so you've well, been through this before it i would say it's the cat's fault though instead of nah, some, yeah that's uh, true in this case, um, we're kind of like the cats, Dave. But the, these are, I'm talking, they broke one mirror that was maybe a, a seven-foot-tall mirror, a beautiful piece. Jeez. Um, that I got from a job that I shimmied out. And <laughs> it, what a loss. But luckily enough, I had an eight-foot mirror in storage. And I'll actually get back to that story later. Whoa, you have all these giant mirrors? What do they look like? Are they gold? Well, they're gone. Wait, oh my god wait they're gone because the fucking cats because the cats like jump and leap and prance one's gone one was kind of uh i guess i would say possessed instead of repossessed because i never really possessed it myself i see you know i really want like an antique gold mirror i want like antique gold frames well, you want a la- fake antique you want f- 
fancy. I want real, but you can't just like, you know, look that up online and buy it for less than like, you know, hundreds of dollars. Like, so, and you know, let's do the fucking stress test on everything in your place, Jeff. If well, is everything no, in your I, apartment 14 karat gold? No, because this is something I've learned by living is that, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, I haven't earned it's it, because I bought I bought a pair of Ray Bans and it was actually a two for one deal, but it was really uh, a two for two deal, which is not a deal at all that I got in Vegas. And within a year, I lost slash broke both pairs of Ray Bans. Yes, so, yes. So you know, it's like if you can't own sunglasses, you should really not even have a driver's license at that point <laughs> well that's why i don't drive and you know I, I jeff it's funny because i had the same experience i bought ray-bans like i they, which they're really expensive for sunglasses you know so i bought a pair of ray-bans this is when i was like maybe like 23 24 then i went to puerto rico i like had them on my lap on the plane and somehow i must have stood up or something happened i'm telling you once we were like you know leaving the plane whatever you call it um, I searched everywhere, my whole seat in front of me, the seat in front of me, like every pocket. I searched that whole area of the plane. I looked behind me, everything like they were gone. Like they were in my lap when I got on the plane and then they were gone when I went to leave the plane. So I never bought expensive sunglasses again. Now I only get my sunglasses from Sheen. Well, I don't even know what to buy expensive anymore because it seems like I ruin everything that I touch. Same. You should not buy any expensive clothes or like the sunglasses. The clothing that I have uh, is kind of uh, from working at certain clothing uh, establishments in the past. Uh, kind of that five finger discount. Yeah, and, you steal and, stuff. I like that. I like that about you, Jeff. You know, I used to steal stuff myself back in the day. It's like, uh, it's not it's really fun. stealing. They're going to put it in an incinerator if I don't steal it, you know, it's, <laughs> this stuff. The, the, the carbon footprint of them moving it to where it's going to be for a sample sale or to, you know, the, the Congo or, or Eastern Asia uh, to, you know, to resell. The, the resell loop is actually a, a pretty disgusting loop so i actually take that weight off their hands by taking their 600 dollars coats oh geez well i you know i i i think there's something to that for sure you know why waste why waste you're like it's almost heroic if you think about it you're like giving these items uh, a second life uh, mm -hmm. rather than letting them just, you know, be wasted. Well, um, and, I was, and I was hanging out with Hertz the other day. A lot of my clothes suffer from, uh, uh, you know, an oil stain. He said, you know, because once an oil stain dries, you're kind of fucked. He said he had sure. a cure for that. C couldn't tell me the details. It might be part of, you know, uh, uh, what's their company called? Uh, Hyacinthia? Yeah, how... Halcyon. Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah, I think Jake and Mike run a company called Halliburton. <laughs> and Wait, I didn't know what you were talking about. Their wallet keychain company. But anyway, he said they have a, uh, he has a, an oil uh, post dry wash fix. And I'm still curious to see what that is. And I'm actually, you know, because Hurwitz, uh, the potfather himself lives in the area right now, we're going to have a very special episode in the coming weeks where we have Jakey himself come on. 
Really? Woo! Wow. He would he would deem to 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 give us his attention. He won't even follow the pod. Uh so I would really well, like I, to I see. think he likes to keep his he likes he's kind of a he's an inbox zero type of Gmail kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he keeps it squeaky clean. What his following? And I have over a hundred twenty five thousand emails in my inbox. Jeez, Dave, that's awful. You know, you could be missing stuff in there. Like how I missed... That means I'm popular. No, it means you're (laughs) chaotic and you have like hundreds and thousands of spam emails. There might be some good stuff in there, though. You never know till There is good stuff. I'm telling you, like years later when I found that real world casting thing, uh, uh, that's another thing I've messed up multiple times. And now it's like, you know, I'm just like... Well, they should send the follow-up email. And I think actually Google's doing a good job about the priority stuff. Maybe it's, you know, like they lead it to the top. But I've missed many an email. Dave, I I think we have the same reason where we have... You know, maybe our newsletter feed is a little too heavy. Oh, yes. A lot of marketing brew, morning brew, the hustle. Uh, you know, I look at the emails. I just don't open them. Jeff, if, if yeah. That's what people are concerned about. Um, I have 38,000 emails right now. What the fuck? What? I have 300 emails. And I thought that was a lot. That, like, gives me anxiety and feels really chaotic. You have... 38,000 and 120 something thousand emails. And I'll say this guess how many voicemails I have right now? How many? I have over 120. How many do you have? 438. <laughs> what? You don't even know what could be in there. That's sad. I feel sad for you both. And you too, Dave. You don't listen to voicemails? Well, I would need, I need a, a full spam. week to get on point on this shit, you know? You feel good. You start signing up for things. And then a couple months later, you kind of want to be a little lackadaisical. And then yeah. and then over the course, and this actually ties into my idea, believe it or not, that kind of set it and forget it attitude uh, only really works for the Ronco chicken griller, uh, nothing else. I am really shocked at both of you. And, you know, uh, uh, like precious memories could be in those voicemails. Like, you know, you could be like a friend being like, hey, like, help. help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, they're still know. there. Well, you don't know. And also, you know, what if your phone breaks tomorrow? One time when we were living in LA, I woke up in the morning and I had a phone that I didn't even have for that long. And my iPhone, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like it died. It was nothing. My, I just, my phone was next to me while I was sleeping. I woke up to look at it in the morning and it would never turn on. It was like this. It was, it was yeah, so you probably, sad. You probably used one of your quote unquote command strips on it to hang it on the wall. Yeah, well, it never turned on. I took it to the Apple store and they were like, oh, it's like, it's fried. It's dead. You have to just, I had to just like get another one and everything that was on that phone. You sure Dave wasn't breathing on it? (laughs) Got him. That's a good one. That is true. Oh, Dave, it is really true. Um, no, it's all right. The, of course, the money porn pot isn't all about <laughs> broken mirrors and bad breath and <laughs> broken phones and broken dreams. A lot of us can maybe say, and 
full inboxes and empty hearts. It's about coming up with those million dollar ideas, coming up with those inventions, those apps, those schemes, those dreams. We know why you're here. It's to take a little bit of our brain, swaddle it around in your mouth and eat it up because that's what we give you. And that's what we're letting you take from us. And, and, and we got three brilliant, disgusting minds in the pig pen today. Uh, and the first goes by the name of Baby Navy. Howdy, folks. How y'all doing out there? <laughs> good. Oh, we're so good. Folks, allow me to pose a question, will you? Please, Please do. do. What's one of the worst things about moving into a new apartment? <laughs> oh, you know, Everything. the neighbors. I want to be friends with the neighbors, but now we've broken all the mirrors and they hear us yeah, like crying about like the mirrors. I know it probably sounds like the worst domestic violence you could imagine, like smashing glass multiple days in a row. And like, Ooh, every, not far off. Both. Yes, oh, they are Jeffrey. far off, Jeff. Don't you dare fucking stare the way you treat Dave. Uh, like a little prince. What do you mean, not pleasant? Yeah, maybe like a bastard prince. Oh, no, not like a a bastard bastard prince. prince I treat him like a little prince. I make him breakfast every day. I treat him. (laughs) You know, my boy don't have that morning appetite. He does have it if you put it in front of him. No, I don't. You know, I don't eat breakfast on a I'm not not lying to the fans. What about all the bacon and egg sandwiches? What did you well, make today? Well, today we went to the store to get the mirror, so we didn't have breakfast today. But that it's was like, at 2 p.m. That, David, you know what? That's not you're thinking, true. You're, you're thinking annoying. of the mirror of Erised from Harry Potter, uh, where you see yourself eating breakfast sandwiches because you desire them. Mm-mm. That's when the last time I made dinner was, Jeff. I actually uh, heard an interesting never. Harry Potter uh, now, piece. An hour ago. Interesting never Harry Potter piece of info uh, for all those potheads out there. Yeah, during the last film, they had someone, uh, you know, a stunt double for Daniel Radcliffe. And uh, they, instead of like doing this, like kind of like pullback uh, stunt where usually they have like these grips kind of like pull a rope to kind of like throw the person back right, uh, right they 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 used a weight system and it was like too jarring so, so the kid or adult that played Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double paralyzed oh, oh my god, god. you're wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Maybe that should any be your other, new tagline. Any other stories that you can tell us to uplift the mood? Jeez, oh, <laughs> God. I just thought it was interesting and something that maybe we, they didn't really touch on on the 20th anniversary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. Ugh, that, the 20th terrible. anniversary. Remember that horrible game show that you guys were making us watch for a while, too? It's like, Harry Potter's done, okay? We're all done with it. Thanks for the memories, but even though they weren't so great... <laughs> It tastes like you could be sweeter. Goodbye. We don't need you anymore. I could see Rupert Grant getting into some kind of uh, some sort of sex slave type of scenario. 
Like a screech power thing. Yeah, yeah. They're all kind of horn dogs at the end of the day. And the only one that's a decent person is is Emma Watson. Watson? Daniel Radcliffe could be on like the surreal life at this point, in my opinion. Like it's like who does anyone even really no, care? He's playing he's playing Weird Al Yankovic in the biopic. Uh, biopic. Oh. No, is it biopic, Jeff? Because I always think it might be, but it's not. No, it's, it's biopic. biopic. Yeah, biopic. yeah, 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 yeah. I always want to say biopic too. But guys, to me, the biggest problem of moving into a new apartment is the carpentry of it all. You need to drill, hang, rinse and repeat, go to the hardware store again and again and again <laughs> to make sure you're getting the right things. And sometimes, well, oftentimes, uh, you'll find what you bought is just a tad too small or a tad too big. And I'm talking about screws here, Nation. Too many times have I found myself dismayed at the problem of a screw hitting something behind drywall, mm-hmm. being too long, or finding out the mirror I'm hanging needs a longer screw to hold its weight, and I just can't seem to get the right fit. <laughs> or the piece of tape. Yes, no. of course. Uh, and where I see a problem, I create a solution. Introducing my brand new line of products, Screw use. The screw U is a screw where you can adjust not only the length of the actual screw, but the width of the head as well. With the turn of a finger, you can adjust not only the length, but the width of your screw U, ensuring that your screw will not screw you. <laughs> a pack of screw U's retails for $6.99, and you can now find them at your local Home Depot's and Lowe's for a limited time only. Wow, Dave. Big ops, bruv. Big ops indeed. That's the screw you. I opened the floor. Two questions. Uh, as a screw, as a screwer myself, you you you're saying for clarification, the length of the screw can elongate. You can you can you yes. can kind of uh, almost kind of that like that is correct. <laughs> almost, almost kind of like a like a shower rod or a curtain rod. Mm-hmm. You can Love make that. you can make the length longer. And then you can make it thicker itself, or you can make the the head thicker. What are you saying here? Like the head being like the head. The head, the head, yeah, the head thicker just so, you know, if you punch too big of a hole into the wall. Uh, right, so you know, it's this, almost like this, a built-in kind of washer. A washer, yes, indeed, Jeff, a built-in washer, indeed. This is interesting, Dave. Well, I come up with brilliant Disgusting ideas, my friend. I feel like you never really need a screw to be longer, though. You want to walk me through that? Yes, you do want it to be longer so that it will have more torque, so that it will have more strength. Uh, I think torque is not the right use of Yeah, so that will there. have more, so it will have more, what's A little it bit called? more leverage. Structure, Jeff. yeah. But that's only if it's going into something else that it would have that structure. Like if it's if it's a hollow wall, the longer. What are you saying? Are you arguing that a longer screw would not hold a photo better than a shorter screw? I actually am saying that. Yeah. Why? Why? Bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) Because (laughs) uh, so as a tradesman, (laughs) I think if so, imagine imagine you have a. Imagine you have a uh, uh, one-inch thick wall, right? 
If okay. you put like my peeny, if you put if you put a one inch screw in that, then it would it would have cushion on both sides. But if you put a, a two foot screw in there, then it starts kind of wobbling up and down, right? Because it's got no structure to kind of fit in. Interesting. Oh, fuck you. So, fuck you. Yeah. What's a drywall anchor? Go fuck yourself. Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm um, not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just trying to help. I'm I'm trying to tweak. Can you it, build babe. us a credenza? No. Why don't you get Next into question. building stuff? Why don't you get into building stuff? Uh, it doesn't pay. Next what do you question. mean? Oh, it doesn't pay. Carpentry, the pay. oldest profession in the world, doesn't pay. Carpentry doesn't pay. Everybody, have you heard? Carpentry no. doesn't pay. What well, do you mean? Do you know any? Do you know any wealthy carpenters other than Jesus our Christ? Lord? Yeah, yeah. And, Jesus uh, H. Christ, the, guy that the does, richest uh, motherfucker I've ever known. He was house, wealthy with friends, but not with the one Home of them. Depot CEOs. Um, you know, there's lots of them. There's lots of them. And well, I think I'm, all, I'm all about the better screw. I, I love, I, I'm kind of. Well, a, well, Jeff, let's say, let's say you're not, you're not just screwing it into an empty space, but you're screwing it into something where the, the two by four is set back a bit from the drywall. That's something you might want the longer screw to hit. Of course, of course. But. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 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 that's good dude. that's good um no i hate to like kind of do like my like fake little flex here but longer isn't uh, always better you know um, yeah, that's what she yes said it is. I, I like the idea of it being thicker yeah, Ooh, okay. That's what she yeah. said to well. me. You know what I started doing is, is, <laughs> is if I, you know, say you kind of drill into a wall because I was hanging a bunch of uh, these 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 whiteboards, these glass whiteboards in an oh, office. Oh, you were the other hanging day. things. You were hanging things for someone, but yeah. Okay. Well, I did it for you back in the day too. If you don't recall. Yes, you did. You did. But when we kind of alluded to you doing it here, you uh, were very uh, you spurned our. Do you realize uh, you live six hours away from me now, though? It's five hours, and like I don't understand why you can't just come visit us. Don't you want to see your brother? To be underappreciated for my for my work. No, to have fun and maybe hang a few things. Like, it's like, what? It would be about the fun. Joe's coming here and I'm going to want him to make me some, some yummy food because he's really good at it. Does that mean that's the only reason he's coming? No. Well, we'd have to talk to him about that. <sighs> yes, well, we might, we may, but. Um, but well, hold on. What I'm saying here, Dave, is that like, uh, I love, I love, I think the. Uh, Look, my whole thing is about discovery, right? You don't know what you're hitting till you hit it. Uh, you can use a stud finder That's all you what want. They said you could use a stud finder all you want, but you don't know what's back there. To be honest, at the end of the day, I do like the versatility of the screw. Uh, I actually think it's a it's almost like a, a built in anchor. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, that's exactly what it is, Jeff. Um, and did we have a name for this? Oh my lord, Jeff, the screw you. The screw you. That's great, Dave. I'm actually yeah. a pretty big fan of this. Uh I think it should be more of a 
because it sounds like a hollow wall anchor and I'm kind of geeking out a little bit here but I, I think that always thicker better longer not always you want to go thicker girth over uh length all right I, I I will talk to my sack labs people about that and see if we can figure out the girth component a little bit more mm -hmm. I think it's a fantastic idea I appreciate that and I appreciate you uh and I appreciate you so much that I would like to introduce you next into the pig pen. His name is El Jefe. He's the chef. He's Jeff Rosenberg. Jeff, what do you have for us today? Guys, allow me, if you will, to, yeah. you know, maybe paint a picture for you. A, a, Ooh. a couple months back, I had Mulio Babulio, Marky Rosenberg, uh, into the city, uh, helped me with a little job, right? Um, yes, it was a weekend job. It may have been MLK weekend. And so it's a Monday, right? A lot of people aren't working. And, you know, I do work for this company where, you know, they have a show. <laughs> they have a sh No, different than that. This is fashion, right? And so they get rid of a lot of their their showroom um i guess uh decoration right so so usually we'd call 1-800-JUNK but that's 1-800-JUNK is expensive you take a full truck it's somewhere around uh 1500 to 2500 dollars for them to god damn i'm in the wrong business <laughs> <laughs> well and you talk you talked about this briefly back when you were in upstate dave how those one eight hundred junk people can actually make a, a killing with the reselling stuff, but back to my business here. So you know, I decide to to rent a U-Haul. I'll hire Marky, and we'll do this job for less than what one eight hundred junk costs, right? To dump this quote unquote garbage. You know, it's 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 fixtures and things like that, this and that and the other, including mirrors. Uh, two chairs that they would just want to toss. They don't want to deal with it. It's not worth someone like trying to sell this stuff on Craigslist or that, you know, this, that, or the other. So we, I take out all this stuff. Mark has to watch the van down by the street and I'm just kind of lugging all this stuff out. And it's actually fairly heavy uh, and not a very fun gig, but I thought maybe we can make some shekels off the side, right? right. So we're we're driving to what I Google as a dump spot in Brooklyn, deep Brooklyn, you know, and it's, it's your it's, address. <laughs> oh, very good, Anna, <laughs> a zinger. <laughs> and and so we got there. They say, you know, it's almost like a ghost kitchen. They don't do this, this, that, or the other. They're a version of the pickup uh, garbage industry, and you'll find in New York, it's it's almost. Kind of like you can't really go to a dump site without knowing someone or knowing someone or being a contractor or commercial work, right? Yeah, and we're kind of in the same situation here. So I do last minute thinking on my toes here. Uh, I rent a storage unit at one of those Cube Smarts, and yep. first month free. I decide to sign up. I'll get this stuff without within the. I'll get the stuff out within the month. And I won't have to pay anything and we'll reap the rewards and benefits after I like figure out uh, where I can, 
you know, I can call 1-800-JUNK from this point and they can pick it up and whatever. Maybe I break even if that, and I can still charge for the day. Uh, long story longer. I don't pay this thing. I forget about it. They call me all the time. I actually give them Dave's number. I would say Jeff's not here when what? they're trying to when they're trying love to give that, they're, that. they're trying to get the you know the after month one I didn't take care of it. It's month two. It's month three, uh, and I'm not taking care of it. Why? 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 Because um, there's a lot of reasons, yeah, but I like, can't pinpoint. What? Yeah, you need therapy. Like, what is wrong with you? I do. What is going on? Well, okay. (laughs) You get, you know, you have to pay this. They're calling you. You give them Dave's number. You can just create this like huge situation. Just fucking Uh pay it. They're going to send you to collections and you're going to end up like having to deal with them. So here we go. I finally, finally, I decide, you know, I I listen to some of the voicemails because I don't pick up numbers anymore. And uh, I get some emails about, you know, uh, unpaid because so also I had a I had a credit card uh, change, you know. So even though they had my credit card on file, they couldn't charge me after that first month, even though they didn't actually. You are a true grifter. You are like a (laughs) true actual real grifter. You just change credit cards. Well, no, that had to be. (laughs) I think the credit card got was expired. So this is actually a blessing in disguise. And you should always actually get a new credit card every six months. Yeah, Yeah, every big job, you have to get another credit card. It'll do your... It'll do you a lot of good in the long run. And so, look, I had this delinquent payment uh, for a big storage room. It was probably 300 a month, uh, six months. We're talking $1,800. And I want to, like, fix this, all right? So I go on the portal, uh, you know, five months later. Wait, I'm going to try and... $1,800? Pe- what are you talking about, $1,800? What are you talking about, $1,800? How much was it per month? Uh, 300 bucks. Cause it was, it was a big, it was like a 10 by five, maybe. Right. And, right. Oh my God. Oh my God. And, and you so, knew this was happening and you knew they were going to keep charging you and you just kept running from them. Um, running is a strong word, I think. Oh I can- my God. Okay. Okay. So you finally listen to the voicemail. Well, it's not about not knowing what's going on. It's about not wanting to face what's going on. Right. I know. I understand that part. I know that you knew that you were getting charged every month, but holy shit. And so I decide, like, I'm getting, I'm going to get my shit together, right? And I go on the portal to pay because I'm going to like I'm going to close this out, you know? I'm going to like You're going to pay the 1800 after all after all. I think I said did I say 18? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, I try and pay this on the portal. They won't accept my money, right? Why do you even have to pay at that point? Why not just let go of everything and ditch the whole job? This is where this is where we're coming at. So <laughs> they're not taking my money. And I'm like, damn, like, they probably don't 
want my credit card because they don't accept my credit. I drive out there. It's a rainy, sleety day. And this is like... steal the shit back, motherfucker. This is is like a... It's normally a 30-minute drive. It takes me an hour and a half to drive out there because it's on the island. It's on Long Island. And I get there... You know, I tell the guy my name, my number. He's like, he has a little trouble finding it for a second. And then he goes, oh, that was auctioned off. That that storage unit was auctioned off. And I said, oh, damn. Because I'm stressed out a little bit. I did have a mirror that I kind of wanted. It was a right. larger it was a larger mirror. And I could have resold some of the stuff. But it, again, most of it was like not garbage garbage, not like trash bag garbage, but like showroom like fixtures, like weird shelving and stuff that was like part of like a bigger unit, this, that, and the other. And so now I'm like, I'm okay for a second. And then I'm like, fuck, this is going to go to a collection agency. And then I'm going to have to deal with that and the credit. And I go, so, all right, what I'm, what do I owe? I just want to settle it. He goes, well, yo, nothing because it was auctioned off. And I was like, but what about like the, like the credit and this, that, and the other brother. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure you don't owe anything, you know? Because, like, they, you know, it's, a, and I start thinking to myself, it's like, well, because I always base this on credit cards where, they're like, they have your social, and I think that's how they can get it to, like, a credit agency. But I actually use my middle name as my last name. I kind of juke the stats a little bit. Not that oh, that mattered. Okay. but. They're not going to actually, they can't like put a lean on my, on my shit, you know, like they can't, they can't get that money, uh, even if they wanted to. <laughs> so they, so they settled for selling it. Right. And yeah. so I owe nothing. I got my garbage disposed of quote unquote, right. and I still got paid for the job and Marky got paid for the job. I actually put three people down as getting paid for the job. So I'm, I, I got 900 bucks, a lot of stress, a lot yeah. of stress. And it would uh, be cool if you could work with the storage company to auction that stuff off together. True. The dude was cool. I was like, yo, what can I do for you? You saved me $1,800. He was like, I like coffees from 7-Eleven. And I was like, how much are those? He's like, a couple bucks. So I gave him <laughs> I gave him a five. And we dapped up and we fucking called it a day. Uh, I'm trying to find yeah, out. the New York lifestyle, the New York story. A real New York fucking story. I wonder story. if you can find the, con- the original contract that you signed. Do you have it? That's an NFT now for the nation. <laughs> yeah, that should be an NFT. I feel like you, I feel like it probably says like in the terms, like how that works. Like, yeah, like it says, oh, you know, if you don't, you know, pay, then we'll, we'll sell it. So. Right. But I think they try and scare you into it. So I'm calling this scheme actually based after cubes more. I'm going to call it cube dumb. Right. (laughs) And cube dumb is letting it go longer. Uh, So you don't want to, the scheme here being. You don't want to pay for trash disposal. Uh, bring your trash to a storage unit and change. you get the first month free. Change your credit card. They'll come after you. Uh, but it's not like the police coming after you. It's like a small business owner who will and end up making win-win. Who will end up? Yeah, they will make money off of that. 
uh, you know, maybe don't put the stuff in trash bags. Make make it look reasonable because people are buying the storage unit off of like a like photos that are being taken. And I I, I asked them what the what the um what they sold it for. No, I asked him because he he probably doesn't know that off the top of the head. He's just like you know the front desk dude doing his thing. You should read uh, the agreement you signed to make sure that you're in the clear about that. Because I just was reading. Well, he said he said he would. Minutes. He said he would call me if the manager got back to him, but I, you know, it's like he never called, and um, it seemed like. And I'm sure he'll take the money from the Twinovation Patreon account if you do end up. Oh, you fuck your ass! (laughs) Well, who has to worry anyway? Right, the world's gonna end in a few years. Just uh, you quit saying that. Sign up for all the storage units you want to, right? Mm-hmm. That's why. Uh, so yeah, I think that's good. I think that's you know I love a story how that when it works out for for the good guy. Look, you know uh, look, I, mean? I, I was I was stressed out driving there in the rain, and then I was riding high on the way back. Still traffic, but it, it almost felt like I I saved the eighteen hundred because you didn't lose it, and then in addition to right. getting paid for the job, and you know it's. Look, most things blow up in my face. Sometimes they work out in my favor. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. You play the game. Then you know sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You can almost let something bleed long enough that, you know, you kind of find a... a it heals. A, sometimes it just heals on its own. Or you enter that vamp life, you know? Where you if the auction use... sale does not cover the balance owed by the customer, the remaining amount often goes to a collection agency... If the auction maybe, brings maybe in they, more, maybe they sold that for eight. Do, do they sell it a uh, sight unseen, Jeff? I think they multiple? take a. F- I don't know. It's like storage wars, like, but maybe they were like, because I did have some nice stuff in there actually, but like I would have to try and, you know, there was maybe two chairs that were custom made, um, and a nice mirror. Um, should have hooked up we could have put it in our storage unit yeah but you know storage units that's that's like the old time it's not a scam but what a money maker you know yeah it's a huge money maker that's why i invested in uh, a bunch of storage companies on the internet on the uh you just may i think everything's gonna be fine but you just may need to live in that apartment for the rest of your life and because of my credit <laughs> yeah because their credit might no because i think i would horrible. get i would get a i would get a, a flag like because i think that would only go to a an agency if they were trying to get money out of me they're not trying to get money out of me so maybe the scheme is not you can't go full trash i guess you have to go some value <laughs> I think it was called, I asked him the name of it and I wrote it down. I believe it's called, it, it's something, did you say treasure? Cause treasure is in the name. It was like, it was like, um, storage treasure.com or something like that. Ooh. It was very interesting stuff. And I think you gave us all a fight line, which is a new, uh, business word I'm using. A uh, sight line into the industry. That's great, Dave. Thank you for hearing me out. That's my story, and I'll stick to it. Oh, yeah. Next up in the pig pen, 
You know her worst as Anna Merida Nicholas. Uh, hey. Dane Von Dutch, what do you have for us today? Hey, so first of all, Dave, I just need to say, got this on record, that we were at the store today but getting that new mirror we should have bought. You know, I was looking at all these different pieces of coral that I wanted to purchase, and you wouldn't let me purchase any of the coral. Well, is it real coral or not? That's the question. Home Goods sells lots of these beautiful pieces of coral that you can decorate your apartment is with. Is it real coral or is it fake? Coral? I don't know if it's real or fake coral. It's even better aware. if it's fake, you know. Yeah. Well, what the you think the real coral not... stinks? No, I'm just saying. I think the coral reefs are. I don't think in, I know. In dismay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know what these things are. I mean, we just couldn't find one that didn't look kind of like so shitty. And I don't know. We need more like nautical decor. Then there was all these like sailboats in there, but it's like they all were weird. And then it's like, why am I buying a little sailboat? I don't know. But we're we're working on it. We're getting there. We're almost done. Was the sailboat in a bottle type of deal? No. No, but that would be really cool, Jeff. It would be cool if you could make us one of those. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I have, you have diarrhea. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I have a lot to say, but I guess what you guys want an idea. I have an idea. I have some ideas banked now, so I guess I'll give you my idea. So, um, um, you know, I spent a lot of time, as I told you in the beginning of the episode, this would be called a callback. Um, I am actually, you know, one of my strengths in my Gallup strengths finder is that I, uh, is context is my like, you know, ability to create context. I, I study history. Um, you know, I, I, I think about history a lot and I, I put things together um, and that's just how my mind works. So a lot of the time that I spend thinking about the past, uh, you know, sometimes I'm reflecting on high school, middle school, elementary school. Your you know, personal every, history. By not, personal not like history World War here. One history. Oh, no, no, no. I know a lot about that. I love actual history, especially American history. I know so much about it. I actually wanted that to be my major, but I was advised against it by many people saying that you can't get a good job if you're a history major. And I really regret that because I think that's horseshit you know it wouldn't have made a difference and I would have loved it but I do love history but anyway regardless fucking I'm thinking about like all these different things I've talked about it on the pod before about you know my fifth grade teacher that would refuse to call me Anna she would only call me Anna and you know I also had like on the flip side rather than focus on the negative I also had like a ton of teachers that were awesome like teachers that I think about now and it's like like for example I was just we were watching the Super Bowl we had this teacher in high school Mr. Moger who he showed us how they film the Super Bowl. He showed us how they film a football game. Like I remember him showing us like a map of the uh, football field and like showing like where the cameras are and like the kind of angles they use. And like, and we had a project in his class that was about um, the football, the Super Bowl commercials. And we all had to like, we had to like write like things about the commercial. Like it was just like a cool class where like he actually did like- yeah, it was engaging and like and and we had to do all these like we studied like how much 
the um the commercials all cost and like you know the media buying and like you know the certain different companies how much they were willing to spend and all this stuff like we like learned about all this interesting shit that I think about now when I like watch the Super Bowl I always think of Mr. Mulger and his class because he loved the Super Bowl so he taught us like all these things that basically let us talk about and watch the Super Bowl and it got me thinking, it's like, you know, you really should have to like, there's all these like websites, like rate my professor and whatever. Um, I'm sure there's even other ones now. Um, but like the true test of a teacher, like you should be like, you should have part of like a teacher's like career and like part of the curriculum, curriculum and tenure of whatever you want to call it of a teacher should be that they get reviewed like 10 years later. Like you should have to go back and review your high school and whatever, or elementary school, middle school teachers 10 years after you had them. And maybe the review is going to be like, I don't really remember anything about class with this teacher. And that will be telling enough as it is, you know, like if, if a certain teacher suddenly gets in all the teachers 10 years later, all those students are saying they don't remember shit about this teacher versus a ton of, people are saying that this teacher fucked them up in the head and they hate this teacher versus, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would be really valuable way to look at a teacher. And, and because it's like looking at the lasting effect of a teacher. Cause when you're actually like, when you're like, rate my professor, you're a student, you might hate your history teacher. Like I remember I had a teacher, I won't say her name, but because she might be listening, but I had a teacher She's who- dad, honey. <laughs> I know, right? I had a teacher who was kind of actually mean, but she was such a good teacher. And she wasn't mean, like she didn't like traumatize me. You know, she was just like not really friendly. She was just like all about business and about teaching. And she was actually a history teacher. And she- just was such a good teacher. Like, I just like, I remember her class and like things we learned in her class also. And it's like, I didn't really like her at the time because she was kind of not really that nice. So if, if right. I was going to write, write something about her at the time, I probably would have written like, she's a bitch. Like, you know, she's mm-hmm. really strict or like whatever. But it's like now, like looking back, it's like, I learned so much from her. Like, and, and you know what? Like, I appreciate the teachers that were like, you can usually like write that teachers. on some. You can usually write that on someone's. Uh, uh, you know how they have the their pages for their funeral. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's funny that you say that because it's true. It's like you know. Uh, oh my gosh! When my grandfather passed away, like so many, and that was like years ago. That even more than years and years, like 30, 40, 50 years ago, he was people's teacher. And there's people writing when he passed that, like they like had such amazing memories of him and loved him. It's like teachers right. are important. He, he would have like, he would have liked to have heard that when he was kicking. Exactly, he would have loved, and and he did. Like he, oh my gosh, he was so beloved. Like everyone loved him, and he lived in that town for so long that you know he would see a lot of his students again and run into people and so he definitely knew that everyone loved him but it's like it, it should be it, that should have been something that was like involved in his career like like official feedback you should be getting that feedback like uh, what if so, it's bad though then that's valuable too if, how about if, if, i think it should be only positive 
No, because if a, if a bunch of people are saying like, yeah, like, like the teacher that, that, like literally like the teacher that refused to call me Anna, like if I could, I wish I could, I thought I've, I've said it. I've thought about like reaching out to her and be like, you were a bully. You bullied a nine-year-old, you sick bitch. Like, like fuck you. Right. You should, if you're sitting in your fat ass right now, Mrs. Catania, thinking that you were a good Yahtzee. teacher. FYI, you suck, you know, like you shouldn't be sitting there thinking, oh, I'm retired. And I look back on my career and I was such a good teacher. It's like, no, you were racist and people remember you that way. Like that should be, why not have that? Record? We're going to throw up a link to her funeral page on the show notes. <laughs> she, if I, don't anyone wants to comment. I don't think she's dead. I think she's alive. Whenever I talked about this last, like a few years ago, whatever it was, I looked and she had a Facebook. So she's fine. She were rabbi. So I like that. that. I like that a lot. Cause it's a, you're allowing people, you're allowing the, the effect they had to marinate with you a little bit. I think that, you know, you can argue that like some of your, wouldn't you guys agree? I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't you guys, you guys went to a way bigger school than I did, but I feel like, don't you think your teachers are like some of the most important people in your like childhood? Like some of the teachers, right? For like, sure. Yeah. Shout like, out to a, Mr. Shark, a, a God amongst insects. Oh yeah. Like, you know, like some of these teachers, they have like profound, they're like not, they're not like parents, but they're like. People that you spend, like, in high school, like, that teacher, Mr. Moger, that I was talking about, like, he was, we had him for a different class every year of high school, like, for four years. He was a teacher, you know? So it's like, these people have an effect on your life. For sure. I, I love that. I like the bringing back the kind of that. I haven't heard about rate my professor for a long time. Um, I think I it should be. school. Yeah. You think well, it should be yeah. what? I, I think it should be. Do you like this as like a public bulletin board? I think it should be like a part of every teacher's career. Like if you're still teaching 10 years later, it could even be like five years and 10 years. It's like if you, if the students are so willing to give the, to give the feedback, why not, why not try to collect it? It's like, right. that should like, you know, I do at, at my job at like most people's jobs, like you, you get performance reviews. People are like checking in on like, you know, getting feedback on how you're doing. And it's like, that should be more of a thing. Like feedback. Yeah. In general. Yeah. No, I dig that. Dave thoughts. I love I know, the Dave, idea. Just like stone face. I can tell you're like working too, or like literally doing <laughs> something else during my sure. idea. Probably I, can joking see, right now. I can literally see the white reflection on your white face. I can like see that you weren't looking at us. Yeah. See, you're looking at something else. You're looking at a document, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah. you were droning on a bit, but, uh, <laughs> Oh, I yeah. was droning on a bit. So, Oh God, you're so annoying. It's just like, this is what I'm talking about. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Please leave me alone. Uh, I think your idea is great. I love the longevity of Ew. it. I think, Get out uh, of here. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, being able to go back and pay your respects or your disrespects to the teachers that made something or uh, hurt something in your life uh, mm -hmm. is important. And I, and I'm with you wholeheartedly. I think it's a beautiful idea and I think teachers would really appreciate it. Amen, um, dude. Amen. Yeah. Indeed. Good job, Anna. Uh, whatever. Hollow, hollow words, uh, hollow words, hollow words from a hollow man. Hollow man. 
And as always, <laughs> hey, oh, really, Dave? That's how you're doing it? No, I'm kidding. What's up? Do you have any shout outs? Yeah, I was recently on the uh, the Headgum oh, I have a shout out. podcast. Oh, oh, you were on the Headgum yeah, podcast. Yeah, Jeff was on the cool. Headgum podcast. Jeff was on the Headgum podcast. Hour. Cool. Yeah, Jeff was on the Headgum podcast. How about today? Dave and I are hanging out, and then he's looking at your story, and I realized that you don't have me on your close friend story? Okay. Uh, well, because I only uh, oh, got an accept. I, oh, oh, I only oh, got accepted. Oh. To your private channel within the last week. That's not true. Well, yeah, that's true because you only, that's the only time you applied. So like, that's when, not true. I've applied multiple times. Right. And you've accepted. True. And then I think in, in, in the winds past, of, of in rage, the past, you, when yes, maybe you're annoyed at me, then, you, you, then yes. you unsubscribe. As yes. Well, all those days. So are I, done. I can't, I can't always be, you know, looking, filtering people in and out. Um, okay. Well, I think it's pretty, pretty mean to leave me out of these things. You know, you actually I, weren't left out because Dave showed you. And I think that's as much as you should and could ask for <laughs> at this point. To oversee your shit from Dave's shoulder. It was like a mistake. He's looking at your little cat pictures. I well, you're, you're, all, you're like the you're like uh, you're like the Johnny Knoxville character in Men in Black. That's just the head attached, the second head attached to his neck. Yeah, you wish I was just the second head, but I'm a whole me, and that's the way it is. David, stop looking at other shit. Huh? Stop <laughs> looking at other shit. Just end the episode then, like you wanted to. And as always, <laughs> no, stay scheming. Stay scheming. Dreaming. Dreaming. Oh, yeah. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, makes it more birds. Now an open screw, Chardonnay with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.